Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I'm your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Henny Blanco. Yeah, I'm sipping on some Henny right now. It is 2.22 p.m. here. I have a new a.k.a. for you, though. I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but uh, you're Hennyless now. <laughs> uh, if I can make myself laugh, then I will. Uh, joke's on you, because I have at least uh, one-fourth of a bottle of Henny left. Okay. Well, you know, if you need more, there's still like three-quarters of a bottle over here that I had to slum slum around onto my uh, shelf, my liquor cabinet shelf. Thing. Um, I just, you know, for the people who think that Hennessy is like some kind of low-class beverage, uh, may there- I remind you, the conglomerate that Hennessy is a part of is called LVMH, Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy. It's not Cavassier or, or E&J. This is Hennessy, Lisa. It belongs on the tippity-top shelf, except for you only have one shelf, I think. I don't I remember. I have two, but it's on the bottom shelf. Okay, so on this week, <laughs> <laughs> on this uh, episode, we will talk about the Monday show, Elliot Col- No, I'm not going to know how to pronounce his name. Callan? How do you say it? I think it was Kalen. Kalen? <laughs> Damn it, I'll just leave that in. Uh, Elliot Kalen has imposter syndrome and the Thursday episode. And the Thursday show, David and the Tickler, action, movie, suspense, holiday, bull boars. But first, let's welcome our very special guest. Welcome, Dr. Jen. Thank you. Thanks for calling me very special. You are very special. And I like the, you know, we haven't talked to Leanne on here for a while. We haven't actually talked. And I know she makes the time to listen once in a while and kind of sees the Dr. Jen name thrown around. And she finally figured, you know, it out that it was you. So I thought that was kind of cute. Uh, Let's start the (laughs) show. Sorry, I was, paying, I was paying attention to the baby monitor. I heard you, though. Sorry. <laughs> Let's start off with some shout-outs. Uh, Lil Rafi, do you have any shout-outs? Um, shout-out to... Wade Hardcastle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Um, shout-out to uh, Megan. We we chatted a, a little while back, uh, I don't know, a week ago or something. Uh, that was fun catching up with her. Shout-out to um, Lauren Kelly because she's cool. And shout-out to regular Kelly out there in Iowa because she is also cool. Regular Kelly? You think she's going to enjoy that? <laughs> Just she's not Lauren Kelly. She's just Kelly Kelly. I don't want to say her last name in case you know some creeps are listening to this. Oh, that is true. Uh, how about uh, old? Not old. How about four bagger? <laughs> uh, four bagger satchels of gold. Uh, employee of the month. She has many names. Those are all good. I miss talking to her. Is that it for your shoutouts? And shout out to Hennessy and to oh. high quality products. Yeah, if you have the high-quality products, that naturally just means you will be high-quality. Uh, Dr. Jen, do you have any shout-outs? Uh, shout-out to Liam. Uh, enjoying hearing about her Chris, first Christmas with her um, foster kid. It's always nice reading those stories. Shout-out to Lauren for her readings. Um, I enjoy listening to how she reads the, the children's books that I'm having to read over and over and over again myself. And shout out to Rafi and Lisa for always coming through and putting together a great podcast. Oh, that's so sweet. Just warmed my heart. Unless this is whiskey. I just took a sip of. 
Can it warm your cockles? I like that. Oh, my cockles are definitely warmed. Okay. My shout outs are to Brittany. I love you. I am so excited to go to, go to Memphis. I'm this close to buying my ticket and, uh, it's going to be so much fun. Also shout out to Toby. He sent me some candy and a Christmas card and that was really, really thoughtful. So later on, maybe I'll have to give, uh, the candy a try. Also shit. Um, Crap, I can't remember. Okay. Also, shout out to God damn it, my brain is not working right now. Rafi, are you gonna be editing this? Because oh god. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm only gonna have like half a day off, so hopefully okay. not, but uh we'll see. Okay. Good. I can I that won't be in there. All right, so also Dr. Jen, thank you for joining us. And I know lots of people wanted to join us and they were kind of getting down on us for our timing, but I mean that's just how it has to work for the time being. Um, also to Lauren for just being supportive of the show and for her readings. And I think I have an idea, Jen, I think she needs to read all of the books in your kid's library and you can just play, like record them and you can just play them for your kids. <laughs> <laughs> just kick back with your Hennessy that I know you love. You <laughs> know, high roll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I have a couple of call outs and, uh, I've been trying to, I sell stuff on eBay. I sell stuff on let go and Craigslist and it brings in a certain kind of person. And I know Rafi, you and I were going to reenact the one situation that I had before with the Craigslist guy that was ridiculous, but, um, this guy stole money from me on eBay. I sold him a gift card and he lied and said there was no money on it. So they always side with the buyer because there's no proof. So I'm going to go ahead and call him out. His name is Matt Bank. His address is 15 Halcyon, Scotia, New York. <laughs> um, 12302. So if anybody has some words of wisdom just to mail to him or to call him at 1518-860-0156, go ahead and give him a piece of your mind. <laughs> Ooh, should we call him on the air right now? about doing that. Oh, I told him to go to hell, you piece of shit. <laughs> and then on his feedback, I just said that he was, I don't know, something like subhuman or something. But he stole a lot of money from me, and so I'm pretty pissed. I used the money to buy a present for my son for Christmas, and so now I'm out $175, which uh, it really sucks. Anyway, I sent him a, you know how you can say, I was going to do the bag of dicks uh, thing, but I feel like getting gummy candy is not really that much of a problem. I don't care what shape it's in. It's candy. It's not like it's that bad. Maybe like ABC dicks. <laughs> uh, I, think... I think. Go, Go ahead. ahead. <laughs> I was going to say the next time that Rick is out there, you know, puking up uh, his guts on the driveway, you uh, go out there with a plastic bag and say, hey, uh, puke in here. Oh. Ooh. And then uh, just ship it across the country to this guy. <laughs> it makes it a lot different. It has to be Rick's puke. It can't be. Well, I mean, there's probably a lot of it to go around and pee. Why not? Um, I did one of those glitter cards. I sent him a Christmas card that has the glitter. <laughs> so, you know, and I might just continue that. It'll be something I just send on a daily, on, not on a daily basis. I do need to live uh, on a regular basis. Like, you know. Quarterly, I don't know. This glitter thing, does it like point back to you or? No, there's uh, anonymous things where you can just ship. Uh, you can ship a box of sand to someone, and when they open the box, the sand falls out the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> this there's like a company uh, Rafi would own. I know. I was looking at so like, how do we get in behind some of these? Because the glitter one, I just did the cheapest one because I'm cheap and I am already out money. So it's just basically a Christmas card, and you open it up, and a bunch of glitter comes out. But they have a spring-loaded one, so it's like a tube, and you open it, and it, like, explodes <laughs> glitter everywhere. Uh, but, yeah, it's all anonymous. And so feel free. If you guys have a couple of extra dollars you'd like to spend, send it over to Matt because fuck him. If only there was a way that we could uh, get his fax number and then put him on the menu <laughs> <laughs> service, and he would just get a fax every five seconds. <laughs> he could pick him up right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Now that we've got Seinfeld wedged in, 
So, Lil Rafi, you asked me last week because the, uh, let's see, who was it? Uh, Mark Norman asked, nope, was it him? Yeah, asked Allison what her porn go-to was and she kind of skirted the issue and then you asked me and I sort of skirted the issue, <sighs> but you answered yourself. So, back in editing, I was like, hold on a second, I didn't ask him. <laughs> uh, Dr. Jen, you want to take this one? Nope, I'm not the person who'd have an answer for you. <laughs> uh, I don't know what pornography is. I've uh, never okay. seen it. Uh, it's definitely right. not BBW like you, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I was just surprised that you knew what DP was because I imagine you don't get past the Bs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I know what deep, if I know what three P is, you better believe I know what DP is. <laughs> I think you invented 3P. <laughs> uh, see my sister tomorrow, so that's going to be fun. Oh, you sent us pictures of your sister. I did. You're right. And she's not what I imagined. Uh, I was somewhat she pleasantly looks like surprised. A version of me with like some face work. Like you guys look related, and also like if you told me you guys weren't related, I would also believe it. So. <laughs> I, I don't well, know what to think. We used now. to have the same nose, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look more like my brother. Growing up, I always wondered if uh, she, my mom, maybe had a little side action. <laughs> um, and then she joked about it once, and I thought, well, that makes sense. I I should also show you a picture of my brother and I and my sister when we were all little, and she was a baby. And it was, I remember when we were growing up, we used to tell her she was adopted. <laughs> Because that's what siblings do, but she does not look like the same race as me. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, yeah, she's uh, not. Yeah, definitely not what I pictured. That's all I can say. I like that you pictured like super white trash. <laughs> anyway, yeah, my dad's in town, so we went out to dinner last night. We went uh, down to the circle, and then we're gonna go have a little family reunion in San Diego tomorrow. So it'll be fun. There will be alcohol. So. I don't know how we got to, oh, I was going to say, I don't know how we got to pour into a family reunion, but my sister, she's the connection. All right. So let's talk about Monday. And I'm kind of, kind of, and I'm glad that Dr. Jen is on the show with us because uh, Elliot, (laughs) kind of, (laughs) I (laughs) was talking about having, he's got two kids four months and four year old. And he was saying it's hard to give two kids attention at the same time. And since you also have two kids, I'm wondering your perspective on all of this, because it is a balancing act, but what's your perspective? Yeah, it's a huge balancing act. Um, It's funny because I think for the most part, kids kind of, it's like, if you want your kids attention, they say like, you just sit down. Right. And then they're all of a sudden, I need you. I need you. But or get on the the old yes, days, you get on, you get the, on the, the most important person in their whole world. Um, and my older one, it's pretty, well, she goes like in cycles, but it seems like as soon as she needs me, then the younger one needs me and they both need me and they both want to be on top of me. And it's like, you know, you have another parent here, <laughs> but um, I think it's difficult, but especially for him and the little tiny baby, babies definitely require you at all times. So He's probably just going through the normal, like, new sibling in the household kind of thing. That is true. How um, how close are your kids in age? They're three years apart. Okay, so it's similar, almost. I mean... Yeah, I definitely went through that. It was a huge thing to get over. Um, and they're still working it out, and they're, like, five and two. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine are two, and they're 12 and 13. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it is much easier... For, you know, once they get older, they can do a lot of things on their own. They, they don't need you as much, but... There's still some times where I'm like, really, guys? Yeah. At some point, I mean, right now, there's not another parent around. So it's just me. And right. it's just like, oh, my gosh, um, alcohol. <laughs> no. Oh, well, I mean, yes. But uh, no, but yeah, giving them attention. Also, my kids were very, very close. They're 16 months apart. So I felt like I had two babies for a long right. time. Yeah. And so it was a tiny bit different. I did feel like I could be giving one attention and pretending that I was giving the other one and they would uh, they would think it was that I was. Does that make sense? Not pretending, but you kind of were like looking at one, but you're really helping the other one because the younger one doesn't know what the, what's going on. Right. Yeah. 
I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But it is a constant balancing act and it's, I yeah, don't think I, the scales are ever balanced though. It's a constant like pull and tug of you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And people that haven't had kids yet and when they're saying they're thinking about it and it's like, you know, this rom- romantic thing that you, you and your loved one comes together and creates this thing, which that's magical. But then it's like, Oh God. <laughs> Well, like I everything think, changes. I think the perfect two example is like yesterday. I'm sorry, Lee. I'm probably saying like a lot. Yesterday, <laughs> the little kid and the big kid were hugging each other and loving each other. And then I leave the room and the next minute I hear, ow. And the little one is trying to stab the other one with the eye with a pin. And I'm like, <laughs> so what happened to loving each other? And now you're like trying to hurt each other. Yeah. Yeah. Now I just have like the little things were ugh, it's just like the little things that they say where it's like okay just can we please oh yeah <sighs> i cost- remember doing that with my brother growing up because we're a year and a half apart so yeah it was the war of the words too yeah see my brother and i are 13 months apart and we were best friends we never fought we totally got along but then when my sister came along it was like okay this is this is my uh this is the issue that i need to get over in my life apparently <laughs> this is what i need to learn uh but I have this like strange feeling that she's listened to this show, but I, there's no way, right? Right. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a way. Uh Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, that'll be interesting. Rocky sent her the link and said, Hey, you should listen to this. He's all, first of all, I hear you're into butt stuff. I said, Hey, brown eyes. Uh, I got, I got a link He's for like, you. I don't have brown eyes. You're like, yeah, you do. <laughs> How many eyes? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so I like this idea of, so Elliot, I think this is so cool that this is one of Daniel and Allison's favorite books to read to their son, Elliot. And then they end up having the author on her show. I think that's so cool. Like that to be in that position to say like, it's, that's pretty neat. Also, my apologies is for saying like a lot. Uh, Elliot said like so many times that there were more likes than other words. I don't know if you guys noticed it. I didn't notice. It was pointed out to me and I didn't, I, so then before I listened, I was already, okay, I'm ready for this like storm. And it was, wow. At the beginning, I thought, oh, I can count these. There's like, like, there were six. Okay, seven. All of a sudden by the end, it was, like four likes per sentence. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know what that is. It's like a nerves thing. What, what is that? I, you know, it's funny because I never notice. I, well, I rarely notice that kind of thing, but Allison said untenable, like two shows in a row and it was all I could hear. And now whenever uh, there's something, I think this situation is untenable and it's, it's weird how that happens, but the likes, I think they're just so common that they go under the radar for me, I guess. Probably. I do wonder if I would have heard it as much, uh, because a lot of times with the Monday show, I'm doing so many other things and I'm just sort of jotting down stuff. This time, I think I was literally probably just driving. I had to just take notes in my phone, but uh, I liked... I'm curious about this book and I think officially it's going to be our next book club book. And this is what my idea is for it. And Lauren Kelly, listen up because I already sent you the book. It's a little, let's, let's not call it a Christmas present because you don't need to send me anything, but this is my idea. She's going to read it. She'll read like parts and then we'll all talk about it during while she's reading. So none of us have to actually read it. <laughs> So hopefully she can be on. If not, we'll just play the recording. We'll put, like read. I now I'm going to say like way too much. We can read a page at a time and talk about it and obviously shoot the shit, maybe have some drinks. <laughs> and that will be our next book club after Sweet Valley High. What do you think? Did you happen to look at like the little video blurb about the book? Like what it's about? Uh, you know, I didn't, but I just listening to how Elliot described it. Mm hmm. It sounded interesting. And have you read it yet? No, I just looked it up and it looks really cute. It, it does. Seems that it's like each page. Sorry, there's like hummingbirds flying around here. Each page is um, from each one's perspective about like how he was saying it too. 
it'll be uh, interesting. This It'll be an experiment for sure to do it this way. I like it. Well, also because it's probably such a short book, I thought, well, how long is this show going to be? But um, And then none of us have to all buy it. I don't need another kid's book, but I figured Lauren could probably use one, and so now she can have one and be part of the show. <laughs> Um, I thought you were going to say that we were all going to go around and like read a page, <laughs> Oh, which I thought was uh, going to be interesting. Uh, also, uh, I'm glad to know Dr. Jen is like straight out of a Disney movie where hummingbirds just like hover <laughs> around her. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Lisa has her bees. I have my hummingbirds. What can I say? <laughs> Yay. I'm actually podcasting from right inside the hive as we speak. <laughs> okay all right let's talk about nature butterfly effect (laughs) that was a horrible segue um i was surprised at the confusion about butterfly effect but i think they kind of touched they figured it out even though they kind of thought two different things but i saw the movie i don't really remember loving it i think it was kind of junk but this idea of the butterfly effect where basically it's kind of like the wind under the wings, isn't it? Where that's changing the, the atmosphere around it. So it really could be any, any animal that flies or moves or it's us. We're even, I don't know. What, what do you think the butterfly effect is? <laughs> um, I think the butterfly effect is, uh, you kill a butterfly in the prehistoric ages and then we get Donald Donald Trump as president. Uh, that's how I always imagined it. So if we didn't kill that butterfly, who would be president? Uh, me? <laughs> I, oh, I think good. that's how it works. <laughs> okay. Um, Dr. Jen, do you have any oh. sane uh, reasons or uh, theories? I'm- trying to parse this out lisa had a very philosophical approach when beneath my wings that middler approach coffee <laughs> is very like hmm so there's either team rafi or team donald trump <laughs> so how and, are you gonna vote out there okay. <laughs> <laughs> um for the butterfly effect i do remember seeing the movie i'm trying to think I thought at one point I had this fuzzy memory of something saying like you step on a butterfly's wings or something and that affects. But then again, isn't this like back to the future stuff? You don't want to change history right. kind of thing. Yes. So. The space time continuum. Okay. So what I've never heard of this is killing the butterfly thing because I feel like if you, if we killed and then they're talking about slipping on a butterfly and I'm like, okay, this conversation is going nowhere it is the well let me just tell you what i just found on on the old internet the butterfly effect is the idea that small things can happen sorry that can have non-linear impacts on a complex system the concept is imagined with the butterfly flapping its wings and causing a typhoon of course a single act like the butterfly flapping its wings cannot cause a typhoon (laughs) okay so a small change yes can create a big change and it doesn't right. have to be linear. So it just creates a wave that changes. Like chaos. Yes. So we'll have to go back to 1976 and figure out what butterfly effect happened to me. <laughs> or your sister. Oh! You know what it was? Me being born. Oh, wait. No, she was born. She was the butterfly. No, no. She was born, and then you and your brother couldn't stand her, and then that changed her. <laughs> Okay, wait, what is the age, uh, who was, tell me, uh, the three of you, who was the order of the child? I'm first, I'm first, my brother's second, and my sister was third. And she's, my brother and I are 13 months apart, and she and I are three years apart. Hmm. And she was an oopsie. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with oopsies. Oh no, I used to hope, I used to hope for them all the time. But my husband always said, because I've wanted more kids. So I'm like, if an accident happens, it's a surprise. It's not a bad thing. I, I'm into it. But uh, he always said he didn't want to have three because he said, well, we're going to end up with your sister. <laughs> but then I think, well, there's other third chil- children that come, you know, that are good. So it's not just 
it's just that's just my experience. Well, I am the third, and I'm not the oh, president. Then I'll, so then I'll tell Mike that there's one more check <laughs> against. <laughs> At my age, I shouldn't be having any more kids anyway. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but an accident would be fun. <laughs> uh, you are one year younger than Allison. Well, like six months. So. Uh, huh. And she's so, uh, about uh, how many months pregnant? Well, also, she went through IVF. That's like you're trying. And uh, I don't know. I started earlier than her, so I think I should have already finished. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you did. Apparently, I did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just keep thinking uh, now of how I can make a reference to the thing that we found in Jen, Dr. Jen's car. Uh, oh. but, because I, I don't... It's really not that big of a deal. You guys know I have sex. I have to <laughs> what? It's okay that um, I have condoms in my car. No, it was, but it was in condoms. I can't remember if it was a coupon for condoms or if it was the... No, it was like one of those things. Yeah. So you know how you go to a store and they don't... Everything is like locked up. So you have to take the slip to say, hey... Can I get someone to open this up so I can buy this product? Because people need to go buy, steal condoms in Hennessy. So Which I'm thinking people you like Dr. Jen have steal. to go and let them steal the condoms. I'm okay with people stealing condoms. They should just be given out for free. I there. agree. But don't use one that comes from Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think you'd use them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, well, thank you for coming clean, Dr. Jen. That was cool. Um, clean, yes. Thanks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so Elliot talked about creating a book house, which I'm curious to see how that turns out when the kids are older, because I definitely, my husband and I tried to create a book house where we were always reading and had lots of books around. Uh-huh. And it was really, in- <laughs> <laughs> And it was really important for, uh, I read them books every single day. It was a huge part of their upbringing, but now they don't have interest in books. And my daughter just read a book the other day. They have to read books for school, but she was reading this book and she's just, oh, this is boring. But then later she comes in and she's, I can't wait to go back and read that book and you need to read it now. It's so good. Uh, And I think I just want her to get the book bug again and I I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm curious to see what happens to Elliot's son or kids. Uh, your daughter's <laughs> going to get you to read a book. Good luck, sister. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, I I don't think my dad's ever read a book. Like I I probably if I had to imagine, I don't know what school was like in the '60s in Mexico, but I imagine there's not a whole lot of uh you know literature going on they're like yeah do math and you know it's like more practical i guess but uh i think that's a huge detriment if you don't read books which is why i have forced myself to uh read a book a month and i'm about halfway through my one of my two books that i have to read this month uh to finish out the year uh jen dr jen what was the last book that you read Sweet Valley High. <laughs> Not counting uh, Sweet Valley High or a children's book. What was the last book you read for yourself? Um, well, I just checked out four new books from the library. Oh, so the Lisa we... Tactic. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So but these, these do have to return. Um, I am reading one by an author. Oh, it's just I'm just reading a book for fun. It's just like a fun book. I can't even remember the name of it. I think it's called The Lullaby or something like that. It's just your general read. Um, and there's one by the author that wrote the book Counting by Sevens. And that one I'm going to read next. It's a, I think it's called Call My Name. Not similar to the movie, but it's a different one. So, yeah. Hmm. Lisa, what, what was the last book you Shut read? Shut up! <laughs> Pray well, tell. you know... You know what book was the last book that I read because uh, I said you were counting. over here with, with Scott. You saw my book on the table. <laughs> uh, uh, I am in, I'm in the middle of Eve. Oh, I can't remember her name now. Damn oh, it. it was like some old Hollywood broad Hollywood or something. Uh, Eve, uh, I can't remember. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. It's, I forgot. Anyway, um, Eve's Hollywood. That's what I'm reading. And, but also I just finished Dry. 
uh, by Augustine Burroughs. And I had just right before that finished uh, running with scissors by the same author. And that, and so then I bought all of his books because I love the way he writes. And my therapist suggested it one day to read running with scissors. And after I read it, I was just like, okay, I need every single book this guy wrote. Cause it's, they're all very good. There was a movie made of that book with Alec Baldwin, which I did watch after I read it. And the book is much better. I loaned it to super fan Megan. So when she's done with it, if anybody would like it, I would happily pass it along. Isn't that, isn't that the author? Wait, I gotta look it up. The author that was on the Oprah show and then something happened. Probably. His, his uh, mom oh. gave him away to his therapist when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of turmoil in his life. It was like the but most dysfunctional. Something not being true, like he fabricated. Uh, or... You're thinking of the guy, the thousand little pieces or pieces of me oh, or something. Little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's you know, different. This guy also... There's when I looked up all of his books, there's, of course, those little like stories. Oh, this guy's just making things up. And I I don't know if that's true or not. But, yeah, that's that was a different person. But this I was thinking also with our next book club is everyone bring some book recommendations. I think that would be kind of cool. And those would be the one cancer. Ah! It was Tropic of Capricorn. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I actually don't remember which one it was. Yeah, it was both of them, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so how many times have we mentioned Seinfeld now? Three times. <laughs> I'm going for a new record, so hold on to your hats. Okay, so we need like 99. So uh, this whole idea of writing kids' books, I have a lot of different stories that I want to write that are adult for adult reading, not sexy. Little Rafi, calm down. And but then I also have a lot of kids' stories and. I started writing a couple of them, but I just, I never know what direction to go in. And then I think I've mentioned this before. I go in no direction because I just get so, I don't know, but I think, and you know what the former employer talks, says about people who write kids books means that they're, they don't have any, that they don't have any talent basically. And I, I don't believe that. I feel like if you, if you write something where kids and adults are interested by it, then I think then you do have a great talent. Wait, did he say that? Because I also remember him saying, like, um, I think it was Phineas and Ferb, the cartoon. He was saying how, like, that one was, like, something that an adult could watch and with their kid and at least still be entertained. So it's funny that it doesn't translate to books. I think he's just a moron. Well, he is a moron, but also he uh, – he's contradicted himself in so many other respects – uh, coming, like, coming out with his whole wine and drink thing because he would always talk about flavored, I forgot what he used to say. It was like flavored drinks, like you don't need yeah, all that. Like and then the passion fruit. Um... Yes. Then he comes out with all of these flavored wines. It's like, okay, that's obviously you're going against yourself. And I thought, oh, what's next? He's going to write a children's book. And I don't doubt that he would do that. <laughs> or maybe his, his, nope, nope. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to go after his wife, too. All right. So. Uh-oh. What was that? What the fuck was that? Not like a demon. I was going to say, it sounds like Godzilla's Sorry. creeping up on That's you. Trash or... track is, the trash truck is coming by, so I have to get it again. Oh, you and I have the same trash day. Going back to mute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, so I don't know what, how to. I always feel like people that end up writing children's books, they're connected in so many other ways that it's somehow their paths easier. And obviously his path for a lot of things seemed very easy and, and out of the norm, but I don't know. Do we need a best friends fan cast kids book? Does this need to happen? <laughs> yes. It's just clips of us talking shit about kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, Lauren will read it and no one will buy it. Oh, everyone will buy it if she reads it. Though, well, yeah, that's so true. Pleasant. Elliot also has, uh, he's semi obsessed with the world's, the 1939 World's Fair. And that's, I have like these weird semi obsessions with things too. And that's one of the things, but also presidents. But it's nothing that I could say, like talk about with any authority. It's just, I, I own some things from the World's Fair, but, and I'm always looking for new things, but I don't, I don't know much about it. And I'm curious to know about his story about his grandma. I thought that was really cool. Um, I don't know why I even had to share that, but I'm, I'll, I'll send him a picture of the stuff that I have. But why we have these obsessions with these like little weird things, I don't know. I think this but, was just an excuse for you to say 
how much you like old shit again. We get it, Lisa. You're you're stuck in the past, hung up on some clown from the sixties, man. Oh my gosh, Rafi, you're gonna your presence. I mean, you're getting two, first of all. So one of them will be coming from somewhere else, and the other one I'm shipping to you. But, oh, yeah, that just reminded well, me. Well, don't worry. Uh, I'm sure I'm getting some great gems, but uh, that Mo Bandy record is on its way. <laughs> Unfortunately, I uh, sent it to myself instead of to you, but uh, oh, it's coming either by way. Accident. Uh, that's exciting. Don't worry. I, I totally forgot about that. I also bought myself one, so I have two coming, but one of them will oh, <laughs> eventually make its way to you. You know, last week, Dr. Jen, I was thinking about you when I was editing, and I thought, you know what? She's always complaining that she doesn't get the full song at the end, so guess what? Full song at the end. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, the just... hummingbirds took her away. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, like, uh. Sorry, I'm back. That's okay. I was, I was gonna say, it like, like your effect. sister, she uh, she's gonna get the full length tonight. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I don't know, know what I walked into. I don't know that much about how. Okay. Uh, the also the other thing that Elliot talked about was supporting mom and pop stores, like your local bookstores and things like that. And I think that that kind of stuff is very important. Uh, what if mom and pop aren't really a mom and pop? <laughs> Now that one I didn't see coming. <laughs> okay. Anything else for Monday? I was just going to remark, he was talking about being a writer for the Who Was show on Netflix. It's based on the books. I don't know if you know about the books or the show. No. But the books um, have kind of like a caricature, caricature drawing of historical figures, and then it just kind of gives you a educational look into – like a fun read for kids. And then they made it into a show on Netflix that he's writing for. And it's kind of, uh, it's fun for like the whole family to watch. And they, it's sort of Muppet showish where you see like the behind the scenes, like a show within a show. And they, um, it's silly, but it's fun. So they'll have like a, a dance off between like Marie Antoinette and, or they'll have a talk between Gandhi and Thomas Jefferson or something like that. Oh, so wait, what did you say the books were called again? Um, who was with a question mark. Okay, I do. My kids have those books. I don't oh, know why yeah. it didn't click, but those were the last books that they actually wanted to read on their own. Like when we would go to the book uh, fair at school, they always wanted to get those books yeah. and they always seemed very cool. And then I did see that there was a show, but I never watched it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun little little thing to check out. So I just Googled this to see the pictures of the books. Uh, giant of, heads. <laughs> yeah, they have giant heads. Uh, one of them is who was Rachel Carson? I don't know. Who was Ernest, Sh- Ernest Shackleton? Again, I don't know. But one of them, who is Dolly Parton? Hey-o. Do children need to learn about Dolly Parton? I mean, eventually yes. they should, but like right eventually, now? Eventually, when, when is the, <laughs> the proper age for Dolly right. Parton learning? Dolly uh, Parton has like a huge, uh, 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 she's got two huge. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> she has a huge, uh, like, well known for, uh, it, I can't even think, for pushing literacy and, like, for all kids of all, like, socioeconomic backgrounds. And she's always just like a, like a bookmobile. And so she's heavy into pushing literacy and books for kids. So I think that's probably why they're profiling her besides her country music. Oh, well, that either makes- way. Uh, you're, I would, yeah, I would love to read that one at least. Um, I would wife Dolly Parton if she was up for it. Oh my god! So book club. <laughs> oh yeah, that's done, a good idea. Done. I might actually have that one because I remember the kids that mentioned. Oh yeah, get Dolly Parton. Do it, please. Okay. Uh, right. So since we are talking about the book club, we still have not picked a day for our book club so there is still a book out there if anybody wants it uh it'll be january at some point there's no pressure it's the loosey-goosey i mean come on right i think you should just send it to a random person whose address you have okay Uh, not the guy in new york but um (laughs) and then just like send a note like oh thanks for volunteering and then (laughs) now they're they're roped in okay so that has to be someone i want to be on the show no i'm just kidding 
That sounded uh, horrible. Why I, would I say that? I get the hint. Uh, I'll take the night <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, right. You're acting like you're trying to back out of it in any way you can. Oh, except for you already read it. So you're part of it. All right. Let's talk about Thursday. We were her little Andy's candy sent in by Shanna Freeman. I thought that was cool that she got hers read. We got to meet her when we were in Georgia. That was awesome. Yeah, that was maybe uh, I'll send it to her. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it was good meeting her, and uh, I did like the rhyming. So maybe more rhyming uh, carbs, but then you'll again, say that, and then I'll put all kinds of alliteration and rhyming and blah blah blah, and then it's like, oh, chocolate covered buttholes or something. <laughs> oh wow! I think you just need to come with something that. Goes with your name. So Lisa, Laurie, and then maybe it's more alliterations that way. I tried that one time. I was like, I need to find something with two L's that goes with it. I forgot what I put. It was something stupid. So obviously it didn't get picked. But then I thought if, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've already got it right there. Come on. I think I'll be sad once I actually get one, though, honestly. Because then it'll be all over. Like, I can't play anymore, right? Uh, you'll be sadder. I don't, I mean, I don't play anymore when I see the emails since I had mine picked, so. You had a doozy too. What was yours again? How dare you? <laughs> Pumpkin <laughs> carrot cake spread. Oh, the I think Trader that was Joe's my uh, sister's stage name. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> God, if she just starts listening on this episode, it's like, oh boy, what's been going on? With reasons or without reasons? Um, that, I, you know what? I won't comment. (laughs) What? I know, weird. Uh, so, this comment, this other comment from another person named Ray, I'm curious what you guys think about Ray Oldhoffer calling Allison and Daniel ooze. Because my first impression was something than, different than what they were talking about. So I'm curious what you guys thought about him calling them that and what you think he means. Well, for sure it's uh, not a compliment. Even <laughs> yeah. though he tried to later tell Daniel, well, everybody uses. Uh, I, I don't know what it means, uh, but I'm going to take it as disrespect. Yes. Dr. Jen, words of wisdom. Yes, one second. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I got, I don't have any spare for you people. <laughs> no, I had to. The little one got up, so I had to put her playing somewhere. Um, so I was thinking, it, for me, it kind of sounded like oozing, not so much the product of the ooze, but rather the association with like a slow moving something. Yes, that's so exactly maybe, what I thought too. Like you're just oozing and decisive just continue on this path slowly or like sloth like but they like maybe it has to do with her quote-unquote drooling on the couch yes like just something like they're just slow moving and they ooze things like i don't think he meant like you're producing a substance correct that's how i felt too like you're just like a sloth person yeah it was not nice no, 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 no. For sure. But it may be, it may be, I don't know, in his mind, accurate way to get out his frustrations about indecisiveness, maybe. I don't know. Yes. I think also whenever we've had any kind of construction done, I, I don't do my normal things that I would be doing at home. I'm, you have right. to be like secluded somewhere. So it's like, geez, what does she do all this? She just probably oozes, but you can't get, you can't do a lot of things because you're kind of like closed off to it. And I always think like, what do they think goes on while they're gone? <laughs> that I'm just literally just staring at a wall. <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely negative. And, uh, but the whole topic, I started listening to this this morning and I was driving. I thought, Oh man, I'm never hungry for breakfast, but I was super hungry. By the time I got home, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that, right. that word is not a good one. I know they had some other gross words before, and bleh, but ooze and it means that it doesn't heal like a wound that doesn't heal go uh speaking of uh words uh you know what's a good word puke that's a funny word (laughs) can i use that (laughs) oh so we got a real treat this week uh ian the tickler contacted allison rosen and i thought this was beautiful cherry on top of this story that 
David Huntsberger shared. What did you guys think about all this? I have a question about it. This is a story he shared before. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, okay. It's a, but when he retold it, it wasn't a, they didn't replay it, right? He was saying it. No, they, they played, played a clip. A, the, they, they played a clip. It? Oh, see, I can't tell drops. Again. <laughs> oh, you know what? They, I think cause she, she said it like we're going to replay, we'll replay the story. I think she said. Oh, I must have I've missed that. But there are certain words I don't like as we all have speaking of words. But I just realized I don't like the word tickler. <laughs> it <laughs> bothers me so much. It makes me want to, as we said, puke. And I just, uh, uh, and I would say the, this, the story was off-putting and I don't know that I would have been able to say we made a mistake in inviting you. You need to leave. I probably would have been the one to leave. Uh, but the apology, oh, he must have been so embarrassed. The apology was like wanted to make me cry, but you know it's the holiday. It's I cry over everything during the holiday time. But it was interesting the take afterwards of well, does it really change what happened? And you know, apology versus forgiveness, trusting again. Like, what if Rick wrote you an email about all the things he did wrong? I don't think it would change anything for you, Lisa. So it. It's probably just for there, right? It's probably part of his program just so he can, quote unquote, atone. For you know, that's a, that's a very good point. I feel like certain people, let's go back to my sister. If she sent me an email that was so self-aware and, and apologized for things, I, that would mean so much to me. It would be huge. Um, and I would have to, like I said, go back and re-edit all of these shows and just t- put in the fact that I love anal is what I'm just going to have to change it to. <laughs> And you just did. <laughs> and I just did. Um, if Rick did, um, obviously I shared a, a tidbit with, with you guys before we recorded that I haven't shared that I think is unforgivable of something he's done, but everything else, I think if someone has self-awareness and apologizes from the bottom of their heart and everything, I think that means a lot. And it, it, people don't do that. And this email, like I really thought when she said this guy emailed in, I thought, first of all, the, the, idea that David Huntsberger is telling the story on Allison's show and the fact that that person that they're talking about, a stranger, heard this, that whole thing, he must have been like pooping his pants when he was listening to the show. Just like that feeling of like, oh my gosh, they're talking about me. Um, but then the fact that he contacted her and not, instead of being kind of mean or whatever, he was very apologetic and he had good reasons behind it. And I feel like that kind of gave good closure to the situation as far as, yeah, you can't go back and change it, but at least I think David might feel more, I mean, he might feel better about it. I don't know. (laughs) Or did he say he wasn't, he kind of changed the subject pretty quick, didn't he? (laughs) The only thing I was thinking of during this part was this guy might possibly be on step nine of the 12 <laughs> steps. Uh, I know we're all familiar with, uh, <laughs> with step nine. Uh, you know, you, you go around apologizing to people that, uh, you know, for all your many <laughs> misdeeds, uh, maybe you refuse to let someone wear your sweater because you didn't want their rather bulbous head struggling to find its way through the normal size neck hole of your finely knit sweater. We all have things that we're ashamed of. Uh, I was thinking about this today and there was actually a hilarious example that I remembered from my past. Uh, but I'm not going to mention it because oh, come on. it's, it might be it's, listening. Well, no, but it's, it's kind of fucked up, but, uh, Lisa, I'm, as someone who enjoys a drink, uh, I mean, hasn't there been, haven't you done stupid shit when you're drunk and then you're just like, if, you know, you know, if you were sober, like that wasn't me, I wouldn't have done that if I was sober. Absolutely. And I've never done stuff like that though, too. See, I feel like that (laughs) I've never done things where I go after people that is, once again, goes back to something my sister would do. She would get really drunk and just start attacking people and where you're like, that feels like it's not because you're drunk. Like, that's really in there, you know? But the things that I do when I'm drunk that I'm embarrassed about is my fucking loud mouth. And the things that I say and what I always fucking talk about when I'm drunk. And then I just shake my head later like, why did I have to bring up blowjobs again? 
Uh, shout out to Jordan, Jordan Morris. <laughs> <laughs> Only once. I think he. I think he's a closet freak, by the way. Okay. Closet, not so closet. <laughs> he's out in Paris. You know, oh, yeah, strutting his true. stuff. <laughs> that is very true. Um, my other thought when I was listening to this whole tickler, and I'm going to say tickler as many times as I can, so Jen will be really loving to listen to this, uh, is that we need to have Ian the Tickler on the show. <laughs> uh, I don't know how we'll find him, but uh, as we know, Jen does not listen to episodes she's on because she hates me. Uh, also, she... Well, you don't follow her on Twitter. But other... <laughs> I do follow her on Twitter <laughs> now. I do follow her on Twitter now. Um, because I told you Because you shamed me, yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't count. If I have to tell you what I want, it doesn't count. <laughs> but if you, like, told your husband what you wanted for your birthday and he got it for you, would you be like, no, because I told you? That's no, you'd be different. like, thank you. It would be like, hey, you owe me an apology. And they say, okay, I'm sorry. That doesn't really feel like a real apology. My husband didn't do anything wrong. You did something yeah. wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> and how you blatantly threw out, I'm following this random person. No, he, no in front of me. <laughs> no, I told him, you don't follow me. And then he just looks right past me to this new lovely person, Veronica, and says, what's your Twitter handle so I can follow you? So I knocked his beard in the ground and I said, fuck you. And I ran. Oh, she admits it. She did it on purpose. Uh, also, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm glad that last episode I mentioned uh, Dick Tickler. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should name the, the episode Dick Tickler. <laughs> uh, no tickler, 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 Tickler. Speaking of that, there's I one word that I say that Lauren Kelly likes, and that's pumpkin pie. <laughs> So I'm going to tickle her eardrums. Oh, that's funny. Uh, uh, I never had no pumpkin pie. Shout out to the zero people who got that reference. <laughs> oh, God. Is that someone that drinks Hennessy? Okay. Uh, maybe, but uh, no judgments on whether they do or don't. Uh, R.I.P. to the god Bernie Mac. There's There were a few people pouring some Hennessy on the ground on that day. Okay. Right? Is that wrong? <laughs> Could is... I say that phrase right? Is that what is that what they call gang gang? <laughs> <laughs> What's chael? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Allison read two iTunes comments, and I feel like a lot most of the time the negative one takes precedence, and everyone thinks only about that. But I feel like, and I, kind of that still happens. But this positive one I think was such a good one and different that it stuck in my memory and the whole the this of course I don't I, I never write down who sent them in but she or he I think she listened back to all of the episodes but like listened to them backwards so not in order right is that what I heard correctly heard <laughs> yeah, yeah you heard that right <laughs> and that's an interesting way of listening to her show but I love that she went back and had the hashtag less Greg feeling and then turned into hashtag more Greg, which we all, I think, went through at some point or another. Um, but that's an interesting way of going about it. And I love that there's someone out there listening and binge listening to Allison. I think that's cool. Agreed. We should uh, track her down and get her on the show. Get on our show. All right. So this negative one, I feel like all of the comments, the whole thing was so for lack of a better word, lame. <laughs> but what Renee said was exactly true that obviously this person listened to one episode and decided to write a complete thing based on that one episode, which is really, I mean, you can't really judge if you're going to like it or not based on one. You can't, it's, it's part of a, a series and you're not going to get everything if you listen to one. But I liked the image of Allison wearing all of the best friend necklaces, because that is true. I feel like we're all best friends. Like she's our best friend, right? Uh, <laughs> Not crazy. And uh, well, that's debatable. But you actually gave her one, didn't you? I did. But the first time I met her, I gave her one, and I gave Superfan Megan the other half. So they have the matching set. But I do wonder what she does with all the stuff people give her. She's like dumpster. <laughs> 
uh, I mean, I hope it's in one of the 500 boxes that she still hasn't unpacked, I'm sure, but, uh, I don't know, because I gave her a card when I was <laughs> on her show, uh, and if she literally threw it in the trash as soon as I left, uh, I wouldn't feel too bad about it. Okay. So, are you trying to say a Seinfeld reference there? <laughs> Uh, no. Okay. Because you did. I, but I did? Yeah. You know, how Seinfeld threw away that greeting card and she was like, oh! <laughs> those cards! Yeah, see? Even, see, when, I'm not, even when I'm not trying, I, know. I, I am young Seinfeld reference. <laughs> you are! I didn't think you were trying. It just came out and I thought, ah, okay. Yeah, it's just in your natural state. Uh, Also, this negative... I just want to know what this person's agenda is. They started it off with your eat meeting, uh, <laughs> meeting really a meat eating breeder. I I just I, I don't know where do they talk about eating meat constantly? I don't understand where this person's coming from. It's like if you have something to say and you don't like something, maybe directly say what you want to say. Not I'm gonna lump all this other stuff in. Uh, you're probably a Trump supporter too. Like what are you even talking about? I think that's a definition of trolling, you know, they're just just throwing stuff against the wall, see what sticks, what's going to make somebody upset and then just get off on that. That is true. And I think like everything they said, it was the perfect person being there is David Huntsberger because he can make fun of every single thing. He could dissect all of it and make it hilarious. Uh, I am curious to if those people go back, they have to go back and listen because that's why they put the negatives on there, don't you think? Because they know she'll read them. But then they would have to listen to quite a few episodes. I mean, she doesn't do the segment every that's, time. That's, true. that's very true. <clears throat> but the the name of this person, for some reason, struck me as, like, a Corolla listener. I forget what it was. It was, yes. like, Speed Racer Esquire. It was something Esquire. Well, and I was just like, is <laughs> I was like, it just sounded... The the name sounded like a yeah. Corolla person, but the comment itself didn't. So I don't know. They're That's an idiot. true. Just the the eating meat thing, breeder thing. It's like I okay, I guess so. I like how Dan was like, yeah, I like to eat tasty animals or whatever he said. Yeah, I but... might be fixing that up with a Real Housewives episode <laughs> that I just watched last night. But anyway, they, they're similar. But that's like such a weird insult, though. Yeah, I don't know how to take it. It's like, oh, you're purple. Okay. Yeah, it's just like a, a factual statement that we're supposed to feel bad about. It's like like in rap music when a rapper has like a beef with another rapper and they call them by their actual name. <laughs> Calvin. Like, okay, Calvin. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's so odd. It's like, yeah, that's my name and like everyone knows it. So what's... Yeah, and my mom gave it to me. So yeah. why are you like, bagging on my mom now? Well. Uh, yeah. There's a couple moms it. I'd like to bag. Oh my god! <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> no, no, do that in. <laughs> oh, mom bagger. Okay, so, <laughs> AKA mom bags. <laughs> you know that'll be in the show. Gang, gang. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think that Allison needs to announce that she's going to burp? I I don't think she does. Do you even ever notice when she does? I don't. Okay, so this well, this was interesting for two reasons. Uh, one because a couple episodes ago, uh, I I was on mute and I said, "Oh, sorry, I was on mute," but I was on mute because I was burping. Uh, and also, Allison used to have burping contests. On yeah. the sh- on her uh, Ustream show or something. So it's like, why is she so shy now? I say, let it rip. Let it rip. But do we have to announce it? Oh, I'm going to burp now. Um, okay. No, just do it. You meat-eating burper. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else from Thursday before we talk about JMOs? I just wanted to say Daniel's intros are getting better and better. And I thought it was funny how he described Huntsberger as substitute teacher who wants to hang out after school's over, which <laughs> was hilarious. And that his uh, chef Jeff, uh, sticky toffee with extra sticks, I think uh, it's just, it's funny um, the way that he puts his little intros together. Yeah. I, I, the, and he talks about 
that he barely puts any time into it. And I feel like they're so creative. And for each person, there's callbacks and creativity. It's all, it's all very good. I agree. And we never really touch on it that much because we all just, well, it's there and it's great. But yeah, I'm glad you brought it up. Right. Yeah. Jen, did you, sorry, Dr. Jen, did you pick a favorite JMO that you'd you know like to who talk you're about? speaking with? <laughs> um, Jen is just fine. I picked one from the Monday show and I know that they had an opposite take on it, but it was something, I didn't write it down. It was something to the effect of when you're typing in your password and it's showing, it's not like a bunch of, oh, yes, that you feel exposed. And I was like, yes. I hate when it's accidentally checked the box that says show password as you're typing it mm-hmm. because when I look up, I'm like, oh, it's my password. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've never had this, but they were talking about maybe people that are on shared computers or shared places. And I, I guess sometimes I, I, I oh, it's never clicked on, but like sometimes I will check it because I think, am I writing this correctly? I'm not sure. But so why do you have this uh feeling? Just I exposure? I mean, I don't know because it's, private. I know it's just my computer and my phone, but I, I mean, I did work in an office with a bunch of coworkers and it was, you you know, maybe that's like an old thing from then, but I don't know. I, I don't like people seeing when I type in my code to my phone, even though there's nothing on my phone. I don't know. I just feel like it's after what we found in your car, I believe differently. <laughs> pictures of grocery receipts showing that I've bought condoms. <laughs> condoms and Mountain Dew or whatever. <laughs> You know my husband so well. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it's just always, you're always giving these messages like you got to have your password. It's got to be secure. And you hear all these like security breach. I think just the whole thing that's built around it is it's innately something that shouldn't be revealed, I guess. I, I guess I, I could see that if you already have that kind of feeling of like it needs to be hidden and then it's not. It's just you don't want to be exposed. Are you exposed like the nipple on my soul, little Rafi? <laughs> <laughs> or the nipple on your soul? <laughs> uh, so Amazon Prime, the default is to yes. show the password. And yes. I don't fucking understand that. And oh, now the, pa- that. the password that um, I use is only for that. But mm-hmm. still, when I see it typed out, it's infuriating. And I don't know why. But it it's something that uh does bother me. Big, big butt. <laughs> uh, no, I almost said it. I was like, no, it's this. Uh, no, um, it's Bosco. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bosco. Bosco. He killed wow. my mother. <laughs> if anybody wants to have a drinking game with this show, uh, take a shot every time we mention something that Seinfeld referenced. Seinfeld referenced. Little Rafi, did you pick a JMO? I actually did, and because I was driving, I could not uh, write down what it was. But guess what? I've got it queued up. Are you ready? Well, Let's hope this comes through properly. Pearl says, if I'm having trouble, speaking of food, if I'm having trouble deciding between food choices like cereal for breakfast or different kinds of takeout, I imagine myself eating the different choices until I land on one that tastes good in my head. Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's what I do. Uh, shout out to Megan for doing the uh, play it straight into the microphone tactic for the JMO because uh, I there was like a three JMOs, uh, one from Monday and like two from this Thursday that I enjoyed, but uh, this is the one I decided to pick. Uh, this is a good tactic except for the fact that I love to eat <laughs> and therefore if I just start thinking about food, like... <laughs> If I'm like, oh, well, let me think about this pizza. Then I'm like, yeah, that'd be good as fuck. And I'm like, wait, well, what about these tacos, though? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be good as fuck. So now I just want them all. Like, maybe <laughs> it could, like, narrow it down. Like, eh, you know what? The Just staying home and eating a bowl of cereal with almond milk. Like, eh, that's not sounding so appetizing right now because now I have this pizza, taco pizza in my brain, you know? I guess I just assumed everyone did this, but... Like you're saying, it just makes you want everything. But, I, yeah, I guess I don't really know how. I think, I don't know. Like, I'll just have a craving. I think, okay, I'm going to have that. I'd like to plan it ahead first so that I'm craving that. <laughs> Sh- 
Shut up! <laughs> no, 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 sorry. <laughs> I was, uh, I was actually laughing at something else. Okay. Uh, no, um, uh, I've, I've, I've said before that <laughs> before I go out to eat, I'll look at Yelp like, like oh, you yeah. look at porn to get into the mood, you know? That is true. I do that, I do that too. I'll look at a menu before I go anywhere. It's like, okay, I need to know. Also, because I don't like the person that has to sit there and like look at the menu for 20 minutes. Like, I'm hungry. Let's like already know what we want now. I yeah. think but, that we have, we have indirectly found out what type of porn that uh, coffee is into. Uh huh. <laughs> so it's, he likes to have, uh, a, he likes to have pastrami sandwich. <laughs> I was going to say, it's those, watch TV. it's those vanilla scented candles in the bedroom. <laughs> Uh, you know, I can't, I can't focus. Uh, I'm like Caligula. <laughs> you know, pastrami is one of the most sensual of the cured meats or something like that. All right. That's the last shot of this show because I'm going to close the show. I know we all need to leave. So, uh, if you'd like to be on the show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at jmos and bfs. Little Rafi, where can we find you? Besides watching Seinfeld. All right. One more shot. <laughs> Uh, it's not a lie if you believe it. That's where you can find me. <laughs> All right. Uh, please try and get that Twitter handle. Uh, Dr. Jen, where can we find you? Oh, I just say go to the Facebook group. Uh, I enjoy having conversations within that little group. So facebook.com, what is it, slash BFF Fancast? Sure. It's best Friends Fancast. Best Friends right. Fancast on sure. Facebook. And yes. if you can't find it, Hey, slip into my DMs. I'll send you the link, baby. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I was going to say that, uh, you know, interaction over there seems to have slowed. Uh, I don't check it all that often, but it seems like it's, you know, it's slowing down a bit. And uh, hopefully it comes to a halt because then oh. I can just get off of Facebook. But he if it continues. just wants to get off, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but if it continues, uh, I love interacting with the people over there as well. So. I agree. And I think partially, I'm not trying to blame Leanne, but she's busy and she was the one that would start conversations a lot. But whenever someone does, I'm always happy that they do. So let's start some conversations over there. Let's talk. Uh, Rafi, you don't get to get off yet. <laughs> All right. Story of my life. BFFs, get off. Oh, I mean, I love you. I mean, no, fuck. <laughs> Thank you. I, you're the best. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> God. You're the best. <laughs> you're the best. Hennessy's on me. Oh, literally. Ew, I'm glad I'm not recording anymore. Okay. Sup, turds. So Colonel Jeff Fox wasn't the only one who had a hard out, but Dr. Jen and I also did. And in trying to keep our show nice and tight, I completely forgot to taste Toby's treats. So I am going to have them solo. Oh God! So I dropped the box. Cool. He sent me a whole box of treats, which is the sweetest thing. The one thing that I'm the most excited to try is the maple candy melts, which is one of the carbs that he sent in and was read on the show. So I was, I'm super excited about that. I'm going to try that right now. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my god, that's some pretty mapley. I'm sure you can say that about pretty much anything that comes from Canada, but that has a strong maple taste, and I'm so sorry for my mouth noises because I thought it was gonna be a little more melty, but it is quite delicious. Thank you so much, Toby. I super, super appreciate it. <laughs>